Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm going to give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. Today's episode of the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast, I want to talk to you about reducing stress. And the reason that I want to talk to you about reducing stress is because we all know that we need to be in a calorie deficit to get in shape, right? We need to, in order to lose body fat, we need to burn more calories than what we actually consume in a day. But burning calories is a little bit more complicated than just like how much you move per se, how much activity you have in the day and how much you eat. It's more complicated than that, right? So there is a negative impact on burning calories if your stress levels are too high due to the effects of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So today what I want to talk to you about is like really simple tactics and possibly some indicators to look out for in order to make sure that your stress levels stay optimal so that you are burning calories in order to have a big transformation. So first and foremost, life is full of stress. Life is full of stressors. Every single thing that we do in our life contributes to stress on our central nervous system. We've got our family. We've got pets. I've got lots of pets. So pet lovers, what's up? Uh, We got family. We got pets. We got work. Maybe we run a business. We're like, we're an entrepreneur like myself, right? And then we have our friends and we have our social commitments. And then let's be honest, nobody goes through life without like some level of drama, I guess I would say. So I believe that if you want to be the best version of yourself, you have to think about more than just like how you look physically and how you feel physically, but you also have to really focus on how you feel mentally. And when you're focusing on how you feel mentally to keep your stress and your anxiety levels low, you're going to look better in the process. So when it comes to lowering stress, just like anything else that I do in my life, I like to take an extremely proactive approach. I am all about systems and structure. Everything I do in my life is about systems and structure. And don't get me wrong, there may be times where I feel as though that I need to change my systems or I need to change my structure. Or maybe sometimes I just kind of feel like I'm holding on for dear life (laughs) to manage everything that's going on in life. And I know you all feel that. Um, So it's not about being perfect, right? But if we are planned, the likelihood of us having a more perfect approach or an approach closer to perfect is highly, highly more likely. So here are the things that I personally like to do to keep my stress levels low. And I'll start with just like my lifestyle habits. So first and foremost, I've talked about this often is, is like try to go to bed and wake up every single day at the same time. Start your day off on a positive vibe. Start your day off on a stress-free vibe. And the best way that you can do that is to make sure that you go to bed the evening before. Because how many of us listening to this right now have literally had a tendency to hit snooze or often sleep in? 
maybe we stay up later and we wind up like catching that extra episode of i don't know yellowstone or 1883 or whatever the hot show is right now i don't watch a lot of television but we stay up late to watch a little bit of extra television because we feel as though that like we deserve that relaxation right and we do we deserve to have we we deserve to be in a relaxed state in our life but we deserve to be in a relaxed state more than just that end of the day when we're watching our favorite television show we should literally be living in a relaxed state as often as possible so i believe the number one way that you can lower stress in your days and in your life is to just like get up early enough and on time every single day so that you start your day not scrambling to get to work on time, to get the kids out the door, to eat your breakfast and all of those things. It's kind of contradictive when we stay up later to relax, to watch a television show only to make it so that when we wake up in the morning, we're like, Oh shit, I'm running late. I don't have time for a shower or, you know, Oh, I don't have time to eat. I got to get the kids out the door. And we start in this, like we start our day in this like anxious state. And I believe how you start, like, think about it this way is like, you can look at your, your day as a life event. Every day is a life event, right? How you start every single event in your life definitely dictates how enjoyable or how the rest of that event goes right? Have any of us, maybe, I don't know, gone to a concert or gone to some event and we were running late and we're scrambling to get to our seats and we missed the first couple of songs and then we're upset because we missed the first couple of songs. And then like, it just kind of like ruined the whole experience. It's because how we started this thing dictated how the rest of that would go. Right. So the number one thing that I think you can do to lower your stress levels is to get up every single day on time early, giving yourself plenty of time to start your day with Zen. Okay. So when I get up in the morning, my alarm goes off. Now what I do is I take the dog out first thing in the morning and then I give her food. I put her in the crate. I feed the cats, pour myself a big glass of water. I put on some BS podcasts in the background. I eat my breakfast. Everything's calm and mellow and I drive to work. So that's how I like to start my day. And I start my day off with low levels of stress, low anxiety, and it can carry into the rest of my day. From there, the next thing that I think is really, really important to do is to like set boundaries around your time and be focused in your day. That means that like, Getting distracted by these things, although we feel as though it's like maybe lowering our stress because it's distracting us from something that we should be doing instead, creates more stress because those things that we need to do instead still need to be done. And all these things are doing when we're letting it them own our days is just literally distract us from what we need to do when we need to do it which means now the thing that we had time to do in our day we no longer have time to do and therefore we're working later or we're doing it rushed and yet again we have a higher level of anxiety right so you need to set boundaries around your time and actually do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it and the best way to do that is to schedule your day be very very intentional 
about every single minute of your day. From there as well, take like mental breaks throughout your day. Okay. So a lot of people work desk jobs, sedentary jobs, things like that. A lot of us are working on computers and and those kinds of things, regardless of what we're doing in our work environment. I believe that we should take little five to 10 minute breaks as frequently as every hour. Okay. Whether that means like you get up and you go to the bathroom or you walk up and down the stairs in your building or you go out for a walk every hour or so you should literally like take a moment to step away from the thing that you're doing and reset your brain and then come back to it at a later time because you're fresh because like we do suffer from like cognitive fatigue and cognitive fatigue causes us to feel stressed and overwhelmed it's no different than like how would you feel physically if you literally got up in the morning and you ran on a treadmill all day long all day long right by the end of that day you're going to be hanging on for dear life you're going to be moving extremely slow and you're going to be worn out but if you were to like i don't know go for a 30 minute walk and then 30 minutes later, go for another 30 minute walk. Would you feel worn out from the day physically? No. Well, it's kind of the same thing with your brain. Take those little breaks in the day. So I use something called a Pomodoro technique. And what I do with the Pomodoro technique is I set an alarm to go off after 50 minutes of focused, really, really focused work. And when that alarm goes off, I take 10 minutes away. I go take the dog for a walk. I eat some food. I do something to pull myself out of that cognitive state where I'm having to think and be sharp. Next up, I think it's absolutely crucial that we are active throughout our day. Okay. We're active throughout our day and we're drinking water. So if you're getting 10,000 steps per day and you're drinking a lot of water, as I take a sip of water, if you are dehydrated and you're not drinking enough water, you're going to experience brain fog. So it's important to drink a lot of water throughout the day. I suggest three liters. And our brain is wired for movement. Our brain is not wired for like regular bursts of high intense physical activity. That's generally a stress signal because it means we're like running away from a cheetah or something. But our brain is wired to maneuver through our environment recognize risks and things like that as far as like we're looking at things as a very um innate brain function right like through evolution we were scavenging around looking for food and watching out for threats so if you can keep your step count up you will feel mentally clearer throughout your day and if you're mentally clearer throughout your day then when you go to do things that take cognitive function, you're going to be more efficient and effective at accomplishing those things. And you're going to be able to do them in faster time. And then if you get them done in faster time, that means that you got that thing done and you can move on to the next thing. And you don't feel that feeling of overwhelm, like your plate's always overflowing with the things that you need to do in the day. Because when you need to focus, you can focus. And you can focus because you're drinking enough water 
and you're and you're managing an active day like your step count is up around eight to ten thousand steps per day so those are all things that are going to kind of like lower stress and lower anxiety and then the other thing that i think is extremely extremely crucial that i talk about often is like comes back to boundaries again setting boundaries at the end of your day to be present with your family and I have a tactic that I call letting down my guard where what I do with that is, is I go into the driveway and I deal with everything that I need to deal with. That's work related. I answer text messages from friends, all those things. And then I put my phone down and I go in the house. When I go in the house, I've asked boundary wise that my family gives me a moment to get in the house and like, get my work clothes off, maybe go have a shower and like be able to like decompress and get out of my zone before they come telling me about their days because I want to hear about their days. But how many of us have come in from a long work day and we come in the door and our partner is like, Hey, guess what happened today? Or our kid is like, Hey, guess what happened today? And you're like, I'm still trying to comprehend what happened in my day and they tell you and none of it registers and you're not present. And then they feel as though that like you're not listening and you want to listen, but you just don't have the mental bandwidth at the time. So set boundaries and communicate those boundaries to your family of like, Hey, when I come home, I just need like, give me just five minutes to decompress and I'm going to leave all my work and all my stress out in the driveway. And I envision as I'm like taking off my clothes, getting ready to go have my shower at the end of the night, that each piece of clothing is a piece of my day that I'm letting go of. Then I go have my shower and then I come out and I'm present and I can be present and I can be focused on the things my family are telling me. Right. And I don't have that anxiety when they're trying to tell me things because I feel still overwhelmed from my own day. And then lastly, what I would say is, is like, I talked about it a little bit in the beginning is limiting your screen time. And that also means limiting your TV time. Because let's face it, like we all have extremely busy lives. Gone are the days where you could live in a world where one of the members of the household was bringing in an income that was going to take care of the family's financial needs while the other partner was staying at home and, and working towards keeping the house in check. Well, now all of us like literally need to do everything, right? And if you get home at the end of your day and you have your dinner and your priority after dinner is literally, it's time for me to put my feet up. All the things that you need to do around the house are going to pile up and therefore they're going to cause you more stress and they're going to cause you more anxiety. And then you're going to feel as though that you just can't keep a hold of it all. So limit your TV time at the end of your days and check one thing off, like check one box off every day, right? Whether that means you're just like throwing in a load of laundry or, you know, you're loading the dishes or like whatever it is, you're checking off one box per day, one minor little task per day. Check that Check that box off, check that task off, and then you can watch your television show and you can relax and you can wind down for, say, like the last hour, hour and a half of your day. Because 
if you don't do that and you're anything like me, you're just going to be trying to watch that television show and you're going to be like, you're going to be thinking like, Oh, the laundry needs to be done. And like that needs to be done. And this needs to be done. And I'm just sitting here watching television. I got to do all these things. Then you're stressing out watching TV because you're not taking care of your responsibilities and that will lead to that. So these are all things that I do to lower stress. And I talked about getting up on time earlier in this episode, but like, it's also important to think about limiting your sleep time. Okay. And I don't mean limiting your sleep time below seven hours per day. You should prioritize seven to nine hours of sleep per day. I say, I believe seven to eight, but like if you're running a, oh, you're running on a wheel where you are undersleeping on your days of which that you go to work and you're only getting five to six hours of sleep. And then on your days off, you're crashing for 12 hours to catch up. Think of all that time that you wasted because that you would normally be taking care of things around the house or other responsibilities that are non-work related. All that time is wasted because you slept an additional three, four, however many hours on your day off. But if you can regulate your sleep where you consistently get seven, eight hours of sleep every single night on your days off away from work, you won't waste that time sleeping because you've put boundaries around your sleep You won't waste that time sleeping to catch up because you've been running exhausted all week and you'll be able to tackle the things that you need to do around the house and the shopping and the responsibilities that are non-work related. And then obviously podcast is Tom, the trainer fitness, make sure that you're incorporating fitness in your life as well, right? It is an amazing stress reliever and many people may feel as though that it's hard but it's only hard if you don't have all these other things that I'm talking about in check. Okay. If you're going to bed and you're waking up every single day at the same time and you're prioritizing all your other responsibilities and you're staying focused with your time and you have boundaries around your um, brain power and the things that you're focusing on, you take little mini breaks to stay fresh. You get a nice step count. Your energy levels are going to be up. You're going to be a highly accomplished individual and you will have time to do a few workouts per week as well. Anybody who says that they don't have time to work out just means that they haven't prioritized the things that they need to do in order to have time to actually work out and it's going to lower stress. But guess what's not going to lower your stress? Grabbing a glass of wine and watching three episodes of Yellowstone, right? or whatever television show that it is that you like. So these are the things that I like to do to lower stress. These are the things that I like to obviously teach to my clients if they're in a state of high stress. The number one most important thing that you can take away from this episode today is the only way that this stuff works is if you implement it. So if you were listening to this and you heard a bunch of things that you need to implement to lower stress. Don't stress yourself out and try to implement them all at the same time. Just implement one and just implement like one or two a week. A priority number one should be regulating your sleep because if you can regulate your sleep, the rest of it is all pretty easy to fall in place because the majority of us are stressed because we feel as though we don't have enough time. Does that make sense?
So if you're listening to this on the podcast and you found this helpful, please give me a five-star review, share this to your socials and uh, make sure that this information gets out to others. I hope that you found this useful. This was literally just like off the cuff. You listen to Tom, the trainer ramble, talk about a topic of stress today uh, and come hang out in Tom, the trainer's tribe. The link will be in the description. Hope you're all having the best day ever. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at Tom the Trainer Fitness.